All right, Comic-Cons, I know you're about to listen to another fun-filled episode of the Comic-Cons podcast, and we know it's all just fiction, but guess who's joining me today? Mr. Johnny Barnes. John Barnes, that's my name. And we are going to talk to you about another little podcast, okay, called Orgy of Sound. Orgy of Sound! Now, if you like the Comic-Cons podcast, and if you like listening to me ramble on and wax on. rhapsodically about wax. T-800s, mm-hmm. living tribunals, Freddy and... Bill and Ted and all the good stuff we grew up with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All of that stuff either is in a comic book or squished in between your VHSs and your penthouse magazines. Just think to yourself, why not settle for one podcast when you can have two podcasts? Say, go right I'm for saying. it. Dive right in. Dive right in. And it's available on all the same platforms, Spotify, Anchor.fm. Mm-hmm. Free. By free! The way. You don't have free, to like, free. sell your soul to the devil. Not at all. You got to sign nothing, no agreeing to terms that you get freaked out about later. Exactly. Look, if you like music, if you like listening to a couple of guys talk about music and break down a song, we're talking quick burst episodes, quick bursting episodes out of our <laughs> pants, you know? Come on, join the orgy. The orgy of sound. Orgy of sound. Available anywhere podcasts are available. So, you know, sometimes we like to break down the minutia on this show, right? We break it all the way down to the cellular level. The cellular level, the quantum level. You know, sometimes some people, they like to hang out and maybe they talk about salad dressing, you know? I mean, I'd hang with those people. Why not? Why not? Maybe they like the subtle differences between your your, your Paul Newman's own and maybe a maybe a, a generic ranch, you know, from a from a, a country club, you know. I mean, you. I mean, but you got to think. You know, we're we're all nerds about something. We're all nerds about something, but this show breaks down the minutia. And when I say minutia, I mean it's minute and it's sha. You know what I mean? We <laughs> the take nitty gritty titty. <laughs> the nitty gritty titty. We're taking the salad dressing. We tossing the salads. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean that's that's one of our favorite things to do. It's one of our favorite things yeah. to do. And when we get into a groove, you know, sometimes we got to take a break and say, "Look, guys, we don't want to talk about food." We don't want to talk about the weather. We, we we don't even want to talk about West Coast Avengers, okay? What site? What site? We want to talk <laughs> about we want to talk about a, a movie from the '90s, or we want to talk a movie from the '80s, or maybe we want to uh, talk about some obscure Joe Piscopo movie where he turns into a zombified, uh, you know, I don't even know what. Shout you know? out Dead Heat! Shout out Dead Heat! Don't say it! <laughs> don't say it! So I say all that to say this. If you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking to yourself, when the hell are they going to get to the comics? We might talk about some comics. When the hell are they going to get to the cons? We might get to the cons, but that ain't this kind of show, kiddies. Not tonight. Not tonight. We got a special little gem for you, but before I get into it, before I get into it, and before I get onto it, just don't get it twisted. Remember, kids, put one pant leg on at a time. Unless you are very athletic. Unless you're very athletic. <laughs> <laughs> Just jumping out of bed into both pant legs. You a bad motherfucker then, okay. You a bad motherfucker. <laughs> and remember, at the end of the day, it's just what? Chicka, 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 chicka. Fiction. 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 <laughs> Let's start the show. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, stop right there. Listen. Listen. 
Ah, uh, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? Who? Jack Burton. Me. Wakanda forever! Kawabunga. Friend of mine? I am Catwoman. Hear me roar. Welcome to Kamehameha. A geek podcast for the rest of us. A geek podcast for the rest. Welcome to Comic-Con's podcast, a geek podcast for the rest of us who are the motherfucking rest of us. My name is Nick Stevens. I am your host, but away aren't we all? And joining me on the ZOOM box 350 is none other than Mr. James motherfucking Shula. James, how's it going? Man, I'm doing awesome, doing awesome. Thanks for having me. You know, just uh, feeling good, man. We are live on the ZWM Box 250, and we are hanging out on a Friday night. We were going to try to do it in person. The traffic, too, man. Whew, I couldn't even get into town, you know? <laughs> I felt like you when you were living up in the mountains, and you're like, I got to go into town. Do you need anything? Because I'm going into town. And I ain't going back. I ain't going back. So <laughs> you better put all this shit on the list right now. I ain't going back. Unless, unless you actually turn to the camera and you look down and you say, I'll be back. This you know, who doesn't love a good T-800? I mean, you got to. I love a good T-800. He's the OG. I love that T-800 more specifically. He is the OG. Yeah. You know, that's why he I keeps coming back and people keep going to the theater because they love him. Agreed. Yeah, he's really the only one that mattered. Was there were there others? I don't even know. Wait a minute. Yes, there was. We'll talk about that a little later. Kamikanzis, if you haven't guessed it by reading the episode description before you jumped into this wonderful little swimming pool of an episode. Just, just blind click. <laughs> just blind clicking. Huh? <laughs> you Stevie Wondering through your podcast. <laughs> Boom. You know what I'm saying? Where am I gonna land? Where am I gonna land? Mr. Phil Eichinger is on the show tonight, Kamikanzis. Looking forward to speaking with him, man. Looking forward to talking with him. I've been talking with him in and out over the last couple of weeks. Phil has several credits to his name, including Do No Harm, Little Law and Order, and more recently, last couple of years, a little show called Gotham. Mm. You know? And uh, he's doing a little toursy around uh, the East Coast, from what I can tell, dropping off at different comic book stores, saying hello to your mom and pop shop, signing some little autographs, giving out some merch, doing a little dance and a little, you know, Batman's head on a lance. And here we are. Dude, that's what's up. You know? So I'm excited. And he's actually agreed to actually talk about this gem of a movie that we've been hinting at. A little Terminator Dorskis from 1991. 30 years. Yeah, by the time this episode drops, it'll be 30 years. Can you believe it's been 30 fucking years? Why do we keep doing shit that makes us feel old? (laughs) 30 years. We keep reviewing movies that we were like, oh, I saw this in the theater. And they're like, this shit's 30. And we're like, fuck. 30. Man, I remember seeing this movie when I was 10 years old. In the the theater with my family. Because, again, I had the kind of mama... She she read the Robocop when I was a seven, you know. She 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 put it on the point break when I was about a seven or eight, you know. That was back in the day when there was titties. They just covered your eyes or they just told you to close your eyes. That's exactly right. Who cares if Peter Weller gets blasted away in the opening ten minutes of Robocop? 
but cover your eyes for those tatas during that co-ed shower scene at Delta City PD. You know what I mean? Like close your eyes, and you're like, okay. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't a shower scene. I think they were just in the locker room changing. There might yeah, have been some showers. It, I mean, they were, they had to be in the locker room, but yeah, like that might have been was a, always a close your eyes. Right. Do your mom ever put a blanket over the TV? No, they just said no. My parents weren't getting up. They were like, close your eyes. <laughs> I don't know why. I, rem- I specifically remember a blanket being tossed over the TV during Point Break, the the Lori Petty and Keanu Reeves love scene. And I think my mom was even taping the movie because she had the dual VHS guy set up, so she would rent the movie you had and money. then tape it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I you mean, had I guess, money. I guess we had some money. Was it a big deal to have two VHSs back in the day? Yeah. Was it really huge? Even if you had, even if one of them was beta. <laughs> No, what you you could record from beta to VHS? Well, no, she'd record from VHS to beta. That's still no. We had one. Oh, okay. But but I think like, we I, I think we got the beta player in Japan, and then I later traded that to a kid down the road for some for a copy of Stone Temple Pilots. Uh, I think it was what's that? What was the second album? Vas, the one with Vaseline on it. Yeah, purple, like, yeah. purple. Yeah. You got ripped. You got ripped off. I it was that it was it was that rare copy that had like the golden. Remember when they bands would put out different CDs? You know. Yeah, to take people's money, they had the standard <laughs> joint and then the the platinum joint and the yeah, yeah. So that's what that's what. But I'm it's about. it's got two extra tracks on it. No, this was the same exact album except the design on the interior was different and the disc, the compact disc, was a different design. And I was like, oh, that's and it's and it's limited and it's rare. And I gave him like I actually no, I think it was just blank beta tapes. It wasn't a beta player. It was blank yeah. beta tapes in exchange for the. I think that's a fair trade. No, no one. Is Beta back? Is that? No, nah, Beta's not back. Okay. Beta ain't coming back. <laughs> it's not coming Every... back like Arnold? Well, all fucking, you know that all platforms were really based off of porn. VHS sold more porn than Beta. Really? And CDs sold more porn than Laserdisc. You know, and then they started getting into the streaming shit. But, oh, and like a, like Blu-ray versus HD DVDs. HD DVDs, not to be confused with DVDA, which is, you know. No. DV, double in a double in yeah. Okay. Yeah, so really, whatever sold the most porn is what skyrocketed. Why does it always go back to porn? Have you noticed that this, I mean, do we need to change up our whole repertoire on this show? We always go back to porn and Batman. Is that those two things? I mean, they they kind of make the world go around, you know. Just... What the world needs now is love, just love. And Diamond Jackson. And a little bit of Diamond Jackson, kids. Let's not stand on ceremony any further, because speaking of VHSs and beta tapes and pornos and Batman, Cyberdyne Systems Model One Hundred One T800s are, are on the mind tonight. So let's uh, send the old invite. Mr. Phil Eichinger. Let's get him on in here. Let's get him on in here. I mean, I did tell him around 9.30 or so. It might be a little earlier. It's about 9.15 now. But we can stall. We can do a little dance. We can even... uh Make a little noise. Make a and, little noise. And get down tonight. And get down tonight. Mm-hmm. Get oh, down, don't you? go down. Go <laughs> hey, down. Hey, I'm not... Uh, I'm not ashamed. What's your thoughts on the, on the Batman cunnilingus... Uh, conspiracy that, that Catwoman joint mm-hmm. now now the uh the cover art or what they did with that harley quinn show come on now what they did with that harley quinn show i think it's fucked up it's kind of fucked up right 
heroes don't do that. So heroes don't end up well. And they don't get them all. <laughs> they, they don't. Wow. It's, like, I mean, that kind of makes you seem selfish. It's it's very selfish. Because let me tell you something. I ain't born in my job. Just, you know, bloop, bloop. Anybody bloop, that's bloop. listening to this for the first time or to actually listen, they want to hear the interview with Phil. They're going to be like, uh, like, does this show get to the fucking point? Like, what is what are these fucking guys even doing? Yeah, no, there is no point. <laughs> Just fucking listen. <laughs> Just fucking listen, all right? <laughs> He's here. We're going to let him in. Here we go, kids. Connecting, connecting, connecting. Let's see if we can get a sound test. What's up? Hey, there, what's up, there he is. <laughs> How you living, guys? Doing, doing, doing great, good, man. man. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, man. How's the, uh, how's the tour going? Uh, it's, I did a, a May mini tour, uh, so that ended and I'm setting up another one for, uh, the end of July, hopefully hitting the, the Virginia, Maryland. Uh, I was talking to Nick about it. So probably the Virginia, Maryland and, uh, maybe, uh, Delaware and Philly. I'm trying to get like three in a weekend. It's in the works right now, which is kind of cool. Oh dude, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, yeah. You gotta keep us posted because I know. I'm not sure, like, now are you hitting, like, the shops or are you hitting, like, different conventions? If they started back up, I'm not sure how that's going. No, no conventions. Um, I, I like the more intimate things. You know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't uh, you know, Gordon or Bullock on the show. So, you know, I, I feel like I don't know if I really should be in a convention. But I kind of like the intimate of the comic book shops, the tiny ones, or just, you know, whoever is welcome to, to have me. It's kind of, it's been, it's been fun. You know, the, the few I did, it was really cool and uh, it was humbling. Yeah, James, look, Phil is a man of the people, okay? He's a man of the people. He's connecting with the mom and pop shots. I already told you this in the intro, okay? You know, you know what I'm saying? He's connecting with the people. He's not, I want he's, to hear it from him. He's not yeah, selling out, better. you know? Nice shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, I had to, I had to come correct with some, yeah. some Batman love. Even oh, though everybody man. everybody that knows this podcast knows we always go back to Batman, even if we are going to talk about a, yeah. a Terminator movie, you know? So don't we'll worry. We'll find a way back. We'll, we'll find a way back. We'll A to B it. We'll A to B Batman to Terminator somehow. Hey, man, I got to ask, um, before yeah. we jump into the, yeah. the 1991 gem that oh, we're going <laughs> to jump into, um, first of all, thanks again for doing the show. Um, yeah. And I got to ask, yeah. I was looking through your credits and before we touch on some Gotham, were you, did you do some love on some forensic files? I did one. I did one episode. Um, please please tell me it was everything that I think it would have been. It's a, I played, you know, uh, forensic files is based on, you know, real stories. Right. Um, so I played a character called Rudy Gaetan mm -hmm. and it was creepy. Yeah. Um, it's been my, other than auditions, it's been my only, role that was actually based on someone's life and was creepy you know i actually physically had to go to some really dark places on the show you know um uh strip like ripping the clothes off of a female actress Ugh. um you know we, we set our stages you know the comfort zone and it was a it was a small set uh, but yeah he was he was very very creepy and and yeah, the, the things that I had to do on camera for those scenes, um, 
I don't, but you can see my credits. I don't remember the episode or when it, it was like 2011, I think. Yeah, 10, I think so. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Uh, shoot it. I shot it somewhere in Pennsylvania. They had stages like a studio at the time. So they, oh, it was wow. a pretty huge show. Yeah, and absolutely. We did, some, we did some location stuff too, but uh, yeah, it was at the time an, another moment that I had a mustache, you know, um, I always go back to some certain looks and I went in this and this guy was just, I mean, I, I had longer hair and I actually flat ironed it when I went in for the audition. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. Some of the still productions that I have of it, I just look like this bugged out guy. It, it was, it was, it was a creepy, it was a creepy moment, you know, as an actor doing, having to portray this guy. Wow. Yeah. I saw yeah. it. And my, my wife will watch that true crime stuff all the time and try to pull me into it with her, you know? And I'm like, well, can't we just watch something with, with robots and lasers? I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> boom. Right. You know, did you, did you pull any of that to, to do your, um, cause I watched the episode with your performance and yeah. um, I didn't finish Gotham the series, like, but I'd watched oh, about okay. halfway through. And did you pull on any of previous performances to do like that? I know it was a quick scene, but like, yeah. He was, um, I mean, I kind of wanted to see more of him because he seemed like a, like a yeah. real dirty kind of cop. He had yeah. some depth, like yeah. they should have explored that a little more. Well, that's what I, I well, going into that, I, I thought it was going to be like a, a two episode arc, but you know, television and writing production, it's weird. It's just, you know, things get cut and, um, but a couple, you know, a couple lines actually got added and things like that, which were cool, but I didn't pull from anything. Um, it was my third time. Uh, auditioning for Gotham season four. Oh wow! So and they were really like back to back. It was one was a promo, which I'm I'm glad you know you're glad when you don't get a promo, just like you know some kind of random insert commercial or something. Um, so after that, it was like episode. I don't remember. It was like episode four hundred three. It was like just a a circus barker or something. And then I went in for this. And once again, I had a mustache. My hair was longer, yeah. I mean, I, but, but I'm always changing. It's so it's, it's ridiculous. I went in, my hair was just like slick back, like really, it looked like ice. Like dirty cop, like straight up grease Cause, bag. Cause cop. he was, yeah. he was this like crooked, crooked detective. Um, I went in and I, and I surveyed the room. Sometimes, you know, I do it sometimes. And I just looked at the guys in the room and sometimes there'll be all different races and, and, and different looks, but it's yeah. like this was, it was very, very diverse, this room for this guy. And I went in looking, I'm like, I'm going to get this fucking role. I just felt it. <laughs> Some of them, I, you know, my first television role ever, uh, after I walked out of the room, I called my now then wife. I'm like, I'm not going to get that fucking role. And I got it. It was the white collar one. I'm like, I, I, I tanked it and I got yeah. it. This yeah. one, I went in with a different approach. I'm like, I'm, I have a feeling I'm going to get this. Yeah. And I knew nothing about Gotham, never watched it. Um, so I went, I, I went in the room and just, just went at it and just, just did it. And it was right. like, I think I heard like the next afternoon or that night, my agents, they wanted to pin me. It's called, they were pinning Phil, meaning they like me. You yeah. just got to go through some other things. You might have to come um, back, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. Me, yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I, I just, I, I delivered it just like my audition. And that's usually how you get booked because they're looking, sometimes they don't know what they want, but you're right. bringing your take and then that's, that's, oh, that's it. Like, that's it. Like that. So, so give us a quick rundown because yeah. obviously you've, you've seen something that 99% of us will never see. Like what is a day on set looking mm. like? Like, what does that look like? 
a lot of fun. Uh, they're always pretty damn early, uh, <laughs> early calls for television, mostly films, you know, films will shoot in the wee hours of the night, but TV is every day you're shooting an episode. And mind you, you know, my role was a, a one-off. So I'm going into a well-oiled machine. So you don't want to go in acting like an asshole, go in and do your job, be ready to work, take direction. Well, um, it's just, you know, so season four, you know, it's just boom, boom, boom. You go hair and makeup, your wardrobe, boom. Well, I was actually, let me rewind. I did a table read. You table read each episode when it's fully cast. And then you do like, uh, you go for your wardrobe fitting. So I banged that out in one day. And then I think it was two days after that, I was to be called on location, which they shot a lot of the location stuff. Um, they owned a big lot in Jamaica, Queens, which all you see all that kind of gritty scenery and the, the underground parking garages and some of the skyscrapers were all in this one area. I um, mean, it's just like it is just well-oiled machine. The director was cool. You know, I rehearsed with, with Ben and Donald. Um, and you saw my scene, I had to get thrown in the trunk. Yeah. So we had to really rehearse that. We had to rehearse the punch. Did you, did you do your own stunt? I always do, man. I, I played semi- <laughs> so here's the funny thing about that. So I played semi-professional hockey and, and college hockey for a while. So the first take, the first rehearsal of that scene, you know, you see the cars they use in that show. They're these old Caprice classics right. from the yeah, right. No padding in the trunk. Right. So I'm just, but no, just big enough me. to hold a body. Big <laughs> And a duffel bag. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Don was just, yeah, guys, just throw me in. Let's just see how it goes. So they toss me in. I get out. Huge gash on my eye. And like, oh, oh. You, you all right? You all right? I'm good, guys. I played hockey. I'm good. I'm good. All right. But the guys were the art department are so cool because they, ever, they want everybody to be comfortable. They lined it with a blanket. I'm like, thank you, guys. Thank you. And so, you know, we did it, you know, two more rehearsals. And then, you know, we did the shots, a couple, a couple angles, flip it over. And, and that's a day, you know, it's a couple hours, uh, mine, you know, you, you're ready and they know what they're doing. Like I said, it's season four. It's not episode two of the first season of something where they got to work out kinks. They know what they're boom, boom. We're done moving on. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's so like, that's to the, the fine line of a new show and something that's been going on for years. Were you uh were you a fan of the lore like the the Batman world at all no. before that? No, nothing, I, just nothing. I had when I was young, I I tried comics and I always used the George Costanza line when he t- he took a shower. It didn't take. It didn't right. take <laughs> comics. <laughs> they didn't they didn't take for me. I was into like baseball cards and hockey yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah. Um. So no, and I and like you, you said you just starting to watch Gotham. I just finished watch. I ripped through it in like two months because I was doing it for research. We can right. you know, talk about something in the future. Um, but it was research for me um, just to see how Gotham was shot. I knew nothing about it going into, I knew, Oh, it was about, you know, Batman, Bruce Wayne and, and right. detective Gordon. That's, that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, no, no, no shame here. What yeah. was, no. what was your go-to growing up when, cause I mean, obviously you wanted to become an actor at some point. So what was your, your go-to with, for like, for example, for me, right in my yeah. DNA, it's gotta be, it's gotta be 1987 RoboCop. I mean, the comic cons mm. listen to the show. They know, you know, RoboCop, <laughs> anything in baby. space, you know what I'm saying? That makes you go as a kid, like, Oh, that's, that's the shit. Like, that's my shit. Like, well, acting is a second career for me. So I went to school for fine arts, like the painting and the drawing and, yeah. and for hockey, it was a, it was an odd combo to find for a college art wow. and hockey. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I didn't acting was it fell into my lap as a, you know, in my thirties, 
Wow. Okay. So yeah, I graduated college and, and all that and, and went and was playing semi-pro and, and decided, I don't know if I want to do this anymore with these, these hockey leagues are very up in the air. So I, I took a, you know, a, an acting class at a local community college and it just kind of progressed from that. But to answer your question, even as say like a, a teenager and even today, my go-to is Ethan Hawke to have like, mm. there's nothing dream Solid. role dream roly i want that it's to have it would have to have had a career like ethan hawk because yeah. the guy writes directs he writes novels children's books and i do everything i just i'm not ethan hawk right. so it's you know when you have a established name like that and it's easier to put out stuff right uh so you know right now i just i just create content and hopefully things stick and it, it feels good to just create but to answer that question long-winded it's just i think ethan hawk in general no man that's fantastic right I mean, yeah that, that's the reason why we do what we do you know it's just great to create and, and to talk about art and to talk about movies and the, one of the the thing about our show is that it's not purely centered on just comics even though comics yes. is the name it's just cool it's yeah anything in that realm you know what i'm saying yeah so whether it's fucking terminator 2 Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, or, or excuse me, or, yeah, or fucking you know, Buckaroo Bonsai for Christ's sake, you know what I mean? So we're we're all over the map here, you know what I mean? So, yeah, which is well, that's just my life is. So we're a good fit tonight, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we we have got no roadmap, free though, <laughs> right? <laughs> free where where were you in uh, in 1991 when this movie came out? Did you see this in theaters? Were you dude? And, and this is why you gave me the list of movies. What do you want to come on? And I'm like, this is the only reason why I want just so I can say what I can say. It's not for me. It was my childhood, so I will. We will start it right now. So yes, July 91, I went to see it in the theaters with my cousin Charles Fontana, giving him a shout out. Shout out. Um, shout out. Shout out. And we were sophomore going into junior year of high school so the summer was you know we weren't driving yet so we got driven to the theater we were both dating two girls denise pinto and jen warner mm. the four of us went to the theater right so you know movies over i was like amped of course i i it was so crazy the way i felt <laughs> we <laughs> so on the way home my aunt who who picked us up we stopped to go get pizza, dropped us off in the pizza shop. Our pizza was ready. Me and Charles, we go into the pizza place. The girl, our, our girlfriends at the time were in the backseat of the car. We go into the pizza place. Pizza's ready. Charles walks out before me. The door, the glass door shuts. I'm holding the pizza. And like, I don't know, just like the Terminator or the T-1000, I just fucking blast my foot through Boom. the glass door holding the pizza. <laughs> And just like, just start getting robotic. And, and the girls were cracking up. My aunt was like, what the fuck are you doing, Philip? <laughs> and that is, that is the only reason why I wanted to talk about that one little, because it's, you know, we just talked about A and B to something. That's, it's, it's in me that moment. Right, of like turning right. just the, the, like the muscle, the power. And just, I wanted to be like, you know, robotronic, boom. Yeah. And I almost, I almost broke this guy. And the, the store is still there today. Lino's oh, nice. pizza in in Howell, New Jersey, it's they only take cash. It's one of those like <laughs> oh, paneling, shit. paneling on the walls since '85. So it's they ain't changing um, shit. No, <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, that was a huge moment. I wanted to share with you guys when we we first started chatting about like when that's you wanted to come awesome. when I want to come on, man. <laughs> no, that is that is huge, man. Like this movie had a has a significant impact on me, man. I was already 
I was already in the fold in the Arnold fan club. Like I was already going to watch everything he was in. And the first Terminator broke my heart. And I've talked about this before on the podcast. Because I was like, this okay. motherfucker's playing a bad guy? <laughs> Fuck. And mind you, I'm like seven. And I'm like, what the fuck? No, it you know? did not compute. No, did not compute. I was like, error, <laughs> error. Then he comes out error. and he's, wait a minute. He's a good guy now? And he's going back in time to, to save John Connor. <laughs> The kid, even the whole Michael Bain is the is the baby daddy. None of that fucking crossed my mind. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I was just like, wait a minute, what? It like blew me the fuck away. And I I probably had no business seeing this in theaters at the age I was in. You were you said seven? I was like seven or eight. Yeah. Okay. Actually, Oof, yeah, really, man. Oh I would have been gosh. ten. I would I would have been ten. So that's not oh, as okay. bad. Okay, that's yeah. seven. I, seven. I was eight. I was okay. eight. <laughs> but but I was seven when I watched RoboCop. Uh, at, you know, so let's. <sighs> That's that's brutal. That's brutal. That's, you know what I'm saying? That scene is brutal. Yeah, that's way worse. Yeah, but yeah, man, this shit blew me away. I was, I was James, James fucking Cameron came like embedded in my my brain and in my DNA from that moment on. Okay, you know? yeah. And I was just like, this guy can do no wrong. I mean, the exoskeleton itself. You know <sighs> what I mean? It was so dope. There was, yeah, man. I I, I gave us some. I got some random notes <laughs> if we ever come across that it would like the. It's like you got that memory. And then you got like the other mem- like top memories, like just how do you not remember Guns and Roses and, oh. and just um, the the way Arnold sounds says liquid metal, you know that's right. that's classic. Right. It is just uh, Danny Cooksey from Different Strokes makes this fucking cameo. It, it, it's <laughs> redheaded stepchild. It's hysterical. It, it's oh, it's funny, so good. Funny things in T two. Linda Hamilton. She was her. She was oh. her physique was phenomenal in it. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll touch yeah. on that one. So yeah. I am watching The Handmaid's Tale, unfortunately, with my wife, and we watch it nightly. And I don't know if you're aware of this show, well, but no, no, The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. So it's 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 like in a other setting where in a in a an oppressive police state where basically they're controlling women, and it's horrifying uh, and and bleak and dark. And every episode makes you want to curl up into a ball and just cry, you know? Oh, really? And I'm like, well, if Sarah Connor was in here in this show, <laughs> she'd have fucked. This shit would be done. <laughs> you know? If Woody would have gone to the police, this would never have happened. <laughs> James, do you have some, I understand you have some grievances with this film that you want to get off your chest. Uh-oh. John Connor's fucking voice. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, Here we go, kids. Bro, look, it, I wanted to strangle him. And I mm. get it. It was period appropriate. Hey, this was his first movie, man. This but was just, just dust off this guy, Edward Furlong, and let's give him a movie, you know? It's just such a little bitch. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he might still sound like that. That might be his just voice. <laughs> you know, he might be one of those actors that just, you, that's, you know, he grows and he just it sounds the same. He was, he was uh, like, this is my ticket to fame, baby. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, just don't talk. <laughs> don't talk. <laughs> Dude, I don't know, man. This movie still holds up to me. Edward Furlong or no Furlong. Like no. <laughs> this 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 movie's hitting its 30th anniversary. And oh, I yeah. oh shit. I, it, right. still, it still How's holds up. How does that make up? you feel? <laughs> who, who me or Nick? Oh, we already talked about it. How's it make uh, you feel? I, I feel great. I'll go to I should go to Lino's in next month and just rip <laughs> just my foot through the, the fucking down. door. I Boom. should do an anniversary and then like take a picture and send it to you guys. Like, hey, this is me. We did a show and and now I'm here in this plot. In an old school place like that, they're gonna remember you too. You're like you're that asshole who kicked the door back in '91. <laughs> 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 you know 
<laughs> he's got it on the door. He's got it on the right. menu. This right. guy. We got we got your picture, dude. I don't know, man. Like it still it just still holds up. Like I, I was rewatching it last night. You know, it it can yeah. be a, it can be a lullaby. I think I told you, Phil, when we were talking. I was like, it's it's part of my annual rotation. I'll just pop right. it in. Yeah. Um, and I love. First of all, I should get this off my chest for the people. Yeah. that Some some people already know this, but. Okay. I like this. I like this whole world. I even like a little gem called the Sarah Connor Chronicles, which was a shortly lived show for only two seasons. Was it really? I don't even remember that. Oh, oh cow. <laughs> yeah. The Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yeah. We also have a song about it. <laughs> we did. We did. A song about it. We did. Like a hit, here it goes. So people that know and listen to the show, they know that I'm just, uh, I'm a loyalist, you know, I'm not going okay. anywhere, you know, I'll, I'll be there when Arnold comes out with five, six and seven, I'm going to keep coming back. I don't care how bad they are. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm in. So I don't have any grievances. I don't think there's anything that stands out to me that goes, uh, cringe. Phil, do you have any cringeworthy moments rewatching this or thinking about it? I, told, I wasn't going to rewatch it. I was going to go with my memory. <laughs> there you go. So, Even better. So I think grievances. No, uh, like other, uh, let me give you a couple other positives that I had. I, I, the whole, when he gets, when T-1000 gets absorbed with that shotgun, that mm. sound, mm. that effect sound, that boom, boom, like it's, ah, uh, that was, so, you know, we, you know, we were talking about, so I was just jotting down a couple of things and that was something that, that I was just trying to pick up like a highlights list of things I remember. And that was definitely one of the, the sound of that. And, uh, and just Robert Patrick. Robert I, I Patrick. I don't know if he got how much, I don't know how, if he ever got any negative criticism, but he was like, she's so. Can we talk about he, how boss he was? Right. Boss, straight was, boss. <laughs> I, I mean, his career was, eh, he right. you know, it sucked after that, but he was still, he was just, I, you know, he was the perfect person for that part. He had that he really was lean look and his that ice cold face. Yes. Like, and ice, like it was, and and like I remember watching it, and um, I was watching it with my dad, and we were watching it, and um, you know, it was like part when he was like chasing the car down. He was like that white boy fast. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that yeah, the way he ran in that scene was like, that, that, that was ugly. Yeah. It was an ugly scene, ugly run. That kind of looked a little funny the way he would. So that maybe I don't know. Yeah, other than was that, calling ass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any negatives about it for, from memory. No. I, like I told Nick, I, I watched 18 seconds last night. I'm like, no, fuck this. I'm pausing. I'm just going through memory. <laughs> Cause once I saw, I didn't remember 2029 was the fucking date Oof. they went to. So I'm like, I'm not watching. No, no it's I, too, close. too close. Too close. Right? <laughs> what? And yeah. So I stuck with the positive memories and, and, and just the good times that made me feel, I, I think. And just, my personal, my connection to it with the pizza place. I think that's one of the best things other than, you know, and then the funny thing. I, I, yeah. I just think the whole liquid metal stuff was really great when it went into his foot. I, I could just remember in a the theater, it was just, you just get, you got amped up like, Oh, we've never seen anything. Right. Like never, never. Mm -hmm. And those special effects still hold up. Like that's Stan right. Winston, Stan Winston, original studio. Like, that shit still fucking holds up, man. Even when split, yeah, dude, yeah, and the the milk scene, you know, when it's through the milk with oh, that shit was, and when he walked right? through the bars in the jail, yes, like oh, and he just, yes. dude, that was fucked. Right. That part gets me every time. He was like, "Fuck this door." <laughs> I was like, "God damn!" <laughs> if he spoke, he'd say, "Fuck this door," right? <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Oh, shit. It was there was a little bit of nuance to to Robert Patrick's uh, performance too. Like even though he's a even though he's um you know a, a cybernetic you know machine technically, yeah. like there was a little bit of like something was quite a little off about him when he was trying to blend yeah. in as an officer, which I thought was kind of clever. I thought it was a clever yes. choice. Like like it he's was. not he wasn't just flat like Arnold. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that's the the, the contrast of the right. two. You don't want you know two Arnolds. Well, you, even you know, though. You yeah. might, you might, but even though, <laughs> even though at the end when Arnold's like, I know now why you cry. If you don't, if you don't get a little misty eyed, I don't know That's if right. I'll, that shit it's, still gets me. What get, what got me was that thumbs up. That thumbs up at oh. the end. That's Come how on. I'm going to leave. That's going to leave the interview today. Just, <laughs> just, just going like... to fall. I'm just going to fall off. That's a great way to leave a room. Start leaving a room. Yeah. <laughs> just, just dragging so, the <laughs> Kramer left a couple of the scenes from Jerry's apartment. Like his hand was out the door, yeah. and just like slipping. <laughs> I, I told Phil that we don't go nitty gritty on this thing. We don't go scene by scene, and I know we're all over That's the fine. map. But, we are. But what are what are your favorite scenes? I'll start with James. You, you got a favorite scene that stands out? I already know which all scenes right. you don't like. So uh, yeah random little scene that I loved was when he picked up Jesse the body's predator uh minigun <laughs> I was waiting wait where are we going with this the yeah, minigun like, what yeah when he picked up the minigun I was like you know that's that shit from predator <laughs> he's <laughs> borrowing it <laughs> yeah he, he kept it in his his uh his room I'm gonna bring yeah, this was, out he, the guy yeah he was he was like I'm, I'm gonna need this for another movie that <laughs> minigun you think he, and, he and he didn't get any cops with that minigun it was all cars right it was well, all on, cars. on purpose on purpose yep because he right. was told not to kill right some old bullshit. right right yes because you can't yes. because you're just not supposed to see <laughs> oh there you go Edward. like oh god oh man what about you Phil let me say I love the dirt bike the little yeah. dirt bike chase. I mean, when that, that location in California is always phenomenally used, and, and then you know the Mack truck and all that shit. When it fucking when it puts it out the window, it's like, oh fuck this window. Yeah, right. <laughs> if he spoke, it. if he spoke, fuck this. <laughs> fuck <window."> this. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's a really intense, like action packed, and it was just kind of cool. And the, you know, the Arnold rolled up on him and just like snapped him <laughs> off. <laughs> yes, that's right. Oh, yeah. I got, oh, and the I mean the fucking shotgun twirl. Oh, that shit fuck? was dope. That's like a first time that's ever been seen. Yeah, a shotgun like, twirl. If I had a <laughs> shotgun in that pizza place, even like a toy gun, break the door and just do the twirl. Um, <laughs> what about you, man? <laughs> that's that Cybernine system scene, man. I mean, we meet we meet the great, you know, uh underrated, you know, Joe Morton, you know, playing um Miles Dyson, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yes, Miles Dyson, yeah. And and he'll always be Miles Dyson to me. I don't care what else he does, he'll always be Miles Dyson, like, but he's he lets them into the system, to the to the system, to the center, so they can get the chip and destroy it. You know what I mean? And this is after like like what you talked about, James, with the minigun. He's already done that. He goes back out to the he goes out to the main foyer area, kneecaps all the cops, doesn't kill them, just kneecaps right. them. Yes. Know? And that does, does. score, <laughs> that score creeps in with the yeah. Miles, yeah, oh. Miles. I just, all I remember with him is his phenomenal death scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, come yeah. on. I mean, I was, was re- I was really hoping that he was going to blow it up when the guys got close to him. I'm right. like, if you, like, he let them get away, but I'm like, you just shot me the fuck up. You dead too. Right. We can't give him, <laughs> we, we can't give him like a, a one liner real quick. We can't say, like, you know, give him a, 
Give him a quick little, I don't know, like the, the checks in the mail. I don't know, something. I don't know. <laughs> it's just been revoked. <laughs> it's just been revoked. What's that from? <laughs> Lethal Weapon Dose. Right. Revoked. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have a good uh, one-liner. And this and this movie has this movie has no shortage of one-liners. As La Vista, baby. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That was the the incarnation of it, right? Right. Yes. Did, did the kids in Cali in '91 really talk like that, though? Were they really? I don't, I don't I feel know. Like, I feel like 91? they won. <laughs> I don't hasta, know. Hasta I mean, la vista, baby. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like that was made for the movie. Was it Bart yeah. Simpson? I think it was Bart Simpson that talked like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely Bart Simpson. Don't have a cow, man. Right. <laughs> eat, eat my shorts. Eat my. <laughs> Who could forget the last scene? I mean, I don't know what it is, but Cameron likes to have. A Terminator fight out scene in some kind of factory with molten lava and and you know it was the yeah. only way like it was the only way he could die like the night the liquid nitrogen didn't kill him no it right didn't. that right. shit was dope too that was cool yes he that just was started really walking cool. and freezing up and I was like oh shit oh, and then Arnold yeah, like yeah the, yeah brittle and then yes let's face it they don't make movies like this anymore they don't make movies like with that aesthetic and that that style of like um, the practical effects. I mean, I was gonna yeah. say, can we get no. a shout out to the practical effects team? Like Stan, Industrial Light uh, and Magic and Stan Winston Studio, baby. You know, nice. That's what it was, man. Yeah, like, like pretty much. Other than T one thousand, everything else was practical effects. Right, pretty much. And yeah. if, and if you ever do a Silver Surfer movie, just call up James Cameron and see. Like, look, can we just use your liquid metal? Yeah, just <laughs> just just send us over the floppy disk of what you have from back then. <laughs> oh yeah, floppy disk. It's just labeled liquid metal floppy. Yeah. I don't know, hon. Where the fuck is it? I don't yeah. know. Anybody got anything that's gonna read this? <laughs> All right. Well, we got we got ten minutes left on the Zoom call here, so let's. All right. Let's, sounds good. Let's do a recast. I don't know how we can possibly. First of all, quick shout out to Linda Hamilton because I don't think, I really don't think enough like leading feminine roles were as strong, at least during that time. I mean, she's right. just a, such a badass None. in this movie and just straight up shout out to her. I mean, everything from yeah. her escape from the asylum to, to oh, yeah. just going into battle mode, you know? Yeah. Um, and, the, and her off camera, you know, preparation. That's, oh, dude. That's key, man. That's ridiculous right there. Yeah. Yeah, so, she was she was she was the un, the unsung hero of this movie. Definitely. So, I don't know how we could possibly recast her or Arnold, but we're going to take a shot anyways cuz sometimes we like to recast things just for the hell of it or just because we like to or just because it's just fiction. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> casting call. We're going to recast the movie now. So, Phil, did you have any possible recasts for this movie? If, <laughs> of course if, if I were to, did. If were to... <laughs> it's, very, it's very fucking silly. But, you know, I saw some of your notes and I'm like, you guys might take it serious, but I'm going to go. And I got my notes here. I'm going to go. Do you want me to rip through just a few? That yeah, I just rip, just rip, yeah, rip through. Ahead. All right. The T2 recast, I went the boy band, band route. Mm. Okay. Okay. So we're, go right. so we're going... I don't know how many of you guys are gonna know, or but I'll give you some notes. So the T eight, the T eight hundred, Arnold. I'm giving Danny Wood from New Kids on the Block, who is jacked. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. He's a jack guy. Okay, nineties Danny Wood. You know he's he's more jacked now. He's more jacked now. Oh man, yeah. Shit. 
Yeah. Okay. All, all right. Sarah Connor, we're going Harry Styles. Mm. <laughs> you like you do like dresses. <laughs> T one thousand, we're going Kevin Richardson from the Backstreet Boys. He's got that chiseled, dark. Yeah, yeah. Right. Everything looks like it's penciled in on him. <laughs> and, and, just and, like, and he don't talk much. Right. Yeah, he left. The, <laughs> he left the band for a bit, and the four of them just kept going, so it didn't matter. Right. Just, um, for John Connor, I went Taylor Hanson of Hanson, the lead singer of Hanson. He always had the the nice the nice floppy hair, like the Edward Furlong did. Yeah. Right. And for for Tim, I gotta I gotta get recast Danny Cooksey with Chris Kirkpatrick from InSync. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I fucks with it. Fan. <laughs> Fantastic. So that was my little my little uh, fun that I had I f- with you guys for this. I fucking love it. I don't just fucking love it. I fucking love it. You know what I mean? I fucking love it. James, what about you? Did you yeah, re- man. recast anything? I've, I've only got one recast for uh, John Connor. Okay, oh. here it is. A two by four. Huh. <laughs> wow. Okay, so. Two, at, two hey, by fours look- are expensive now, though. You yeah. <laughs> couldn't go. That. What is yeah. what is? Hey, Furlong, Furlong, if you're listening, like we're just joking here on the show. If you're listening, by the way, I loved you in The Crow. I think it was the third or fourth one you were in. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not joking. Okay. All right. Well, well, I could four crows. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. I haven't seen them, but my sister, you know, she, she, she told me about it. I, I definitely okay. didn't watch it one random night. <laughs> it was on my, the list. By myself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kristen Dunst was in it, too. And. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I couldn't possibly recast this movie, but I but I tried anyway. Um, okay. So I was thinking, if you remake this thing today, right? You remake yeah. a Terminator movie today, who else could you bring out? Well, maybe she played a Terminator, maybe she didn't, but a little Summer Glow. Let's bring her back. Let's uh, let's have her run the uh, run the gamut again, and have her come back as a T eight hundred. And before I get all the angry emails, just watch the Sarah Connor Chronicles, kids. Just give huh. it a sh- just give it a shot. Oh boy. Just give her sh- you know, because I like I like a nice strong woman, like a big yeah. bardist type, uh, like a Wonder Woman type, you know? Who who happens yeah. to be a robot? Who happens to be a robot? <laughs> Fembots with, are are in. They're in. Fembots. <laughs> Fembots are in, okay? And if you make it a little sexualized, that's okay too. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. Be, you know, just putting it out there. I um, thought you were going to recast uh, Arnold as like John Cena or something. No, no, no. I can't go that route. I can't go that no, route. Good. We, no, we just, wouldn't see him. No, I would just redo that. I would just, I would gender bend. I would gender- <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think, um, I think for liquid metal, um, again, with the gender bending, I think I'd like to see, uh, and I throw her name out there a lot, but I don't care. A little Jessica Chastain. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I, I think she's got that, oh. that, that uh, you know, you just want to, well, I don't know mm. whether to open mm. fire or mm. fall in love. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oof. And I think, uh, I think she could pull it off. You know, that's a pretty, that's an out there one. That's a cool Although one. if it was nineties, I'd have to throw Michelle uh, Pfeiffer in the mix. All day. You know? Yeah. You know? For T-1000? Yeah. Why not? Okay. <laughs> you know, slick yeah, it back, yeah, you know? Got, yeah. She as long as she had, had the Catwoman outfit on. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. That, yeah, all right, yeah, all right, yeah. all right, fine. I just want to recast yeah. the movie with the entire cast of Batman Returns, okay? Fine. <laughs> all right. Danny DeVito can play John Connor. And, uh, Here you go. It's an improvement. <laughs> that is an improvement. <laughs> Man, you, you, are, you are not, I mean, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I really don't know Edward Furlong's catalog, but I'm going to find something and I'm going to send it's, it to you. 
Yeah, it's it's. I don't even I don't even know anything right now <laughs> off the top of my head anymore. Phil, we can't top your recast. Okay, we just can't. Oh, that, you just that crushed show was it. Dope. Yeah. It was fun. Crushed, just having fun it. with you guys. You know, <laughs> keeping it cool. <laughs> uh, we uh, we do rate the movie. At the top of the heap, we have Call It a Work Good. Okay, Movie Theater okay. Good. Okay, Home Video Good. Catch It on Cable Good. Sick with the Flu Good. And Solitary Confinement Good. Oh. Notice that it's all it's all flavors of positivity because we'd like to say positive. Yeah, that's it. I was gonna say okay. So, uh, what do you think, Phil? Oh, movie theater. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. that you know us talking about it, it sparked up a lot, and it's yeah, it's just a it's a phenomenal film, and it's yeah. It's, you don't have to keep raving about it. It's that's an easy answer. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, it's just yeah. I saw it in the theater. I right. see it again in a theater. I'll raise you. <laughs> I'll even say it's call out of work good because I'll tell you what, if this thing came back for some, I don't know. Oh, you had them in order. Sorry. I anniversary. They so if order, they okay. drop like a remastered 1080p, <sighs> done. I'll be like, hey, uh, I can't come into work today. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> or or even if it's just on right you're about to go to your shift you know what i'm saying but then you catch it and it's on you're like um i got a i got a guy you know what i mean I so you know, i got a thing i got a thing you know what i mean i got a thing i just think it's that good you know yeah yeah definitely james what do you think yeah uh definitely um i, w- I would go with phil with the movie theater yeah yeah unless just- they do re-release it and then it's call it work <laughs> Cool. Okay. Yeah. I, it's I'll just call, a yeah. solid. There's a reason why we've done this m- movie before on the podcast. This is the second time we talked about it because it's kind of on its 30th. The first one. Uh, I think 2018 or something. Oh, <laughs> 2017 okay. or something. So. Oh, sweet. Okay. But because of the anniversary, I just I could I had to revisit it. You know, I just like right. I had to touch on it again. And uh, right. And having you join the show has classed up our podcast significantly. So. Absolutely. You know. I'll take it. I'll take we got it. Some, we got some street cred up in this business. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, Phil, do, uh, is there anything you want to promote? Anything you want to put out there before we sign off? Uh, I got a, I got an animated short film that I just released a little bit. It's popping around in at a festivals right now. It's called Artichoke Boy. It's my first uh, dive into the animation. I like to challenge myself with yeah. every content that I like to create my own. So I took it a new level. I did this three-minute anim- three animated short uh, called Artichoke Boy. It's on my website. And um, it's based around the stories about this sad and young artichoke who's struggling with uh, his color, race, gender, and his sex in, in the world right now. Mm. Yeah, it's a topic that's very important. It's, it's, it's child-friendly. I mean, it's, uh, you, you, uh, children should watch it to get a little informed that things are okay, you're okay how you want to be. Um, and I think it just sends a strong message in, in a cute and quirky way. Awesome. Yeah, well, send yeah. me the uh, send me the info, and I'll put it in the uh, the episode bio when I, when when it goes up. Link in the bio. Link in yeah, the bio. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, um, I uh, a few months ago I finished writing a, a pilot, a Gotham spinoff based off the Culpepper character, and I'm currently in the process of like pitching it and trying to get it into the hands of people that could help me move forward. As an actor, it's great to be a represented actor, but not being a represented writer, things are a little bit harder. Right. So, um, but it's done, we're polished, and we're just hoping we can get it into some hands that'll help us produce it and bring it to like HBO Max and or DC to help get it off Dude, its feet. Awesome, yeah. Man. Awesome. Don't man. Forget you- oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> there he is.
Zoom be tripping. There we, there, we, there we go. There we, there go. we go. Sorry about that. Yeah, it looks like Zoom didn't want me to go any longer than 45 minutes. Oh, baby, come back. That was such a good fucking song. It was a good song. <laughs> that song was so good. So good. So good. So good. I wonder if we can go back to the... Oh, never mind. Here we go. Here we go. We're oh, back. yeah. We're back. Did you see my return? Yeah, I did. Yep. I saw the thumbs up. <laughs> oh, okay. The reverse return. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just getting ready to sign things off, but I just, yeah. uh, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to end on that note. You know what I'm saying? With, I know, with, that's terrible. With, with Zoom kicking us out, you know, I'm just, I'm not going to pay, Zoom. I'm not going to pay. All right. <laughs> no. So I'm going to do the 45 minute guy and you're going to be okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, that's uh, what editing software is for. <laughs> precisely. Exactly. I'm going to polish it up. It's going to sound yeah. like. We're in the studio making a pot. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so listen, um, Phil, I just want to say thank you again for, for taking time out of your day and, and coming on the show. Hell yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, definitely let us know, um, you know, once you get your little tour going on. Yeah. And, um, yeah, let us know because, you know, if we, we've got people all over. So, you know, we want everyone Great. to come out and support. Well, it looks like one is definitely in Fredericksburg, which is really cool. Oh, great. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, those are those ones very. And um, yeah, I forgot the one in Maryland already. And the, the name of. Yeah, I forgot. But I'm definitely. What was it? Third, third Eye? Is Gateway in Gateway, Gateway's in Fredberg. And then uh, I think. Third Eye. Well, when I was no, in Annapolis, there's a Third Eye. And it's no, like fucking um, massive. It's not third eye. It is. I don't want to waste too much time thinking about what there was. It might have been. Uh, tw- was it Twilight? Where is this one at? Twilight Zone Comics in. Oh, Glen Burnie. Okay. Twilight okay. Zone. Okay. Twilight Zone enough. Comics. Um, yeah, and then one in in DC or and and Philly possibly. So if I can if I can get three of those, then it'll be it'll be worth it. Obviously, I'll come down to VA, hit that one. Hopefully, like a Friday night just, event just ride 95 up. up yeah so definitely if that works out we definitely gotta are you in Fredericksburg too james mm-hmm. okay cool so definitely have to try and hang out and um, but it was it was one of the ones the yeah the gateway that nick right. hooked me up with uh so yeah we'll see man i will definitely keep you guys in touch and we can make it a, a party out there and that little yeah it'd be fun and, and Phil, where uh, where can uh, the Comic Cons he's listening? Where can they follow you on the social medias? Oh, Instagram is the easiest at Phil Eichinger. You can help him spell my name when you when you write everything. Uh, but yeah, that's the best. That's the best place to keep up with my work and and everything that's happening with a tour that's coming up or or projects in the future or bookings that I get with work. So yeah, yeah, random stuff. But yeah, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, thanks hey, for man. doing this, and uh, I think you should come back if if you if you if you feel inclined to, if you'd want to. Yeah, you know. Yeah, give me a good list of movies, and we'll uh, we'll we'll chat about some stuff. I'll totally come back, man. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, uh, we need we need more than door kicking stories. Like, like, <laughs> I, I hope that every movie he's ever seen, he's kicked the door at a pizza place. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a checklist. It's like a shirt, and then I right. check it on the back. Nailed Ooh, it. Nailed it. it. <laughs> Done. Got it. Oh, sorry. I broke. I broke it this time. All right, give me. I'll give you some cash for that. <laughs> All right, man. Phil Eichinger, everybody. Right. Uh, listen, kids. Anybody yeah. listen to the show? Anybody out there wondering, wondering what the hell are these guys talking about? All right. 
Don't worry about it. If this show percolated your brain, if it made you wonder if Terminator 2 should have had a better ending, maybe it should have had a stiffer ending, maybe it should have had him coming out of the molten lava. Don't worry about it, because at the end of the day, it's just fiction. Don't take it seriously. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. All right. Take care.